street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. <laughs> but I gotta go. There's another gentleman I wanted right, to speak with. So. A little bit, so. All right, hey, dude, awesome. take it easy, all right? You too. Thank you. Hey, man. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Good to see you. Looking rough, man. I know, I know. I had uh, eye surgery two weeks ago. Like a Lasix or? No, I have a detached retina. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is that hereditary or? Um, it actually could be. Yeah, my kids might have the same issue. Um, old age can bring it on. Doing yeah. yoga, standing on your head could could exacerbate it. Really? Remember, I told you I stopped doing um, CrossFit. CrossFit the handstand push-ups that I was thinking of. Uh, oh, I, I could never do that. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was always the one that would put the mat under the head and you know do that thing. Yeah. Do some decline push-ups. Yeah. That's how you been? I actually haven't exercised maybe in like three weeks okay. because of this. I so, haven't seen you around I, for a while. I've been coming out. Um, I've been out here. Every day this week. I only come out Tuesday, Thursday, so. Do you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm actually kind of getting low on my battery. Okay. I, I think it might, I, I might be good for another 30 minutes. Yeah. So, do you have some time to talk? Did you? I have a little bit. Okay. I'm actually skipping class now so I can get home early, but. Okay. Chat. And actually, <laughs> What's it? you want to go over there? Just a little bit away yeah. from the boxing from the that's excitement? about to start. Yeah, they have a boxing ring set up over there. Yeah, they're literally boxing. How's your depth perception and everything? It's shitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really shouldn't be driving like long distances. Yeah, I'm and sure that's it. this is sort of the limit of where I should be driving. So, do you know what time it is? I left my phone at home. It is twelve ten. Okay. All right, this is perfect actually. And I'll just stand here to get the noise behind me. So, thank you for meeting with me again. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy my talks with you. Good. Do, do, you, Good. do you enjoy them? I do. Otherwise, I'd walk the other way around to avoid <laughs> seeing you. I had a conversation that was Miguel. Okay. Uh, it was my second time talking with him. All right. So, uh, yeah. His views pretty similar as far as... Um, initially, no. They were quite different, but uh, we're sort of... There's a little bit of a parallel starting with our conversation and mm -hmm. his where we were just starting to talk about the reliability of faith. Mm -hmm. The evidence factor. Yeah, like, well, the... How can, how can the faith that he's using or you maybe are using any different than somebody believing in, you know, Life on Mars or Loch Ness Monster and that type of stuff? I think it all can be relatively the same. I think what you're using your faith for, I think, is what differentiates between the Loch Ness, Mars, Sasquatch. I think a lot of people use their faith as a healing or they can use their faith as filling that internal gap or void they have versus... I don't think anyone's searching for the Loch Ness Monster because they have some deep part of their soul missing and they feel left out. I don't think their main mission is to find it. Or if they lost someone close in their family, I don't think they're gonna go find the Loch Ness Monster in order to make them feel better about losing somebody. But they might have the same faith and belief that it's still out there, but I think it's two separate okay. entities of the word itself. I, I was thinking that maybe you would come back with it, like the importance of it Mm -hmm. Right, like the importance of this belief to you is ex extremely high. Mm -hmm. I get the sense. The importance of somebody with the Loch Ness monster might be here. Mm -hmm. The importance of somebody with a belief in life on Mars might be here. 
Um, yet, the process is still the same of being mm -hmm. faith. Are you saying that faith is is the same, but does the does the method of faith differ depending on the the importance of the belief? As far as getting to that belief, I don't yeah. know if it differs. Okay. But as far as what they're using in order to achieve, I think that has where all the differentiation is. So, like I was saying, I don't think anyone tries to fulfill anything besides maybe self-legacy through, like when they're going for the Sasquatch and all that. But I think with yeah. religion, faith is different. But getting to and using faith, I believe, is the same steps as okay. far as achieving that. Just believing something on total instinct and personal quest, I think that's the same as far as okay. religion and the lockness. Faith is this, the, the method of faith is the same regardless of those three beliefs? Yes. Okay. The process is same, right? Mm -hmm. is Trusting in something that you can't see, I believe, was your definition. Yeah. I trust in something I can't see that there's life on Mars. I'm using faith, I get there. Mm -hmm. I trust that the Loch Ness Monster exists. I don't see that it's there. Possibly, yeah. You think you're going to get there, that type of thing. Yeah. I don't really necessarily think about the whole Mars thing as being attainable, but it's my own. What do you mean? You, you don't think we could ever figure out there's life on Mars? Um, You can figure out there's life on Mars, but sustaining a habitat for people to live. Oh, I don't oh yeah, like the science of it? like yeah. the. Uh, we have enough to get resources there. But we need a certain amount of oxygen and yeah. food, and is it sustainable? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a whole other topic. Uh, yes. Um, I guess what I was getting at is, like, for me, it would be really cool if we discovered some freaking red squirrel running around on the planet. Yeah. Like, it came right up to the camera on Mars Curiosity, and we can see it. That'd be neat. I, yeah. I, that'd be one of the things I would like to discover before I die, is life on another planet. Um, but that belief is not that important to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a nice to have. I could probably tell myself to use faith and convince myself that there is life there, and that squirrel does exist. But I wouldn't want to deceive myself. Like, I, I would want to know definitively that it really was there. Because mm -hmm. I want to believe things that are true. Yeah, I think everybody does. And you do as well, yeah. if I remember as we ended the second conversation. Yeah. Um... I know we talked about evidence and it not being mm -hmm. important to you, mm -hmm. but I can't help my, myself thinking that, the, the old axiom that the, how does it go, the, the wilder the claim, the more there's a need for evidence to support the claim. It's extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, I believe is the exact thing. Hey. Um, If, if I were to tell you, my, I got, I'm wearing an eye patch right now, mm -hmm. okay? If I were to tell you that um, I'm wearing this patch, you can see that I'm wearing the patch. Mm -hmm. um, because I, I got something in my eye. There would probably be no reason for you to doubt that claim, right? right. But if I told you that I... You're hiding a laser gun behind there, then I would have you... There is a laser gun see. behind it. Okay, I can't show it to you, but, but I, I need you to believe that it's there. 
while. Could you could you use faith to conclude that I was really telling the truth and there, there really was a laser behind my? Well, maybe if there is a bunch of stories and books written about how you used your laser in the past, then I'd be maybe more convinced to mm -hmm. believe that you actually had a laser. Okay. I think there actually might be some comic books about people that do have lasers in their yeah. eyes, and I think Superman maybe. So I could probably supply you with that. Yeah. Um, that was, I uh, think, about the whole evidence thing, and I was talking to my dad about it. Yeah. Recently, one of my classmates lost her daughter in a drowning accident. She slipped on some rocks, and she was Sorry, eight years old. And we live in a small community back at home. She had her baby there of a few months, and then her two other kids. And so she couldn't really do anything where the headwaters were, sort of sucked her down. And they still haven't found the body. It's about to be flood season up there. So they've given up the search and now it's sort of see where it goes, see if they'll ever find it. That family, I mean, great family, lost a um, huge loss in their life. They're huge believers of God. They, they would love closure. They're angry, but they still believe, they still pray, and they know that God's holding them tight as a family together and just keeping them in their, his palms to keep their family sane. And as far as the evidence factor goes, I think that type of healing power, that type of what God can do for us, even though there's no concrete evidence, but the situations and scenarios that he puts us through and we can get strength out of it, is the evidence that we would need in order to continue to believe. Because there's not many other places where you can go based on faith and evidence alone where you can get that type of comfort and that type of healing power. And I know that you getting, and I appreciate you sharing the story, and it's a terrible thing. Uh, I feel very terrible that that happened to that, to that girl and to that family. Uh, you know, I, I, I have a friend. He's a non-believer. His family's non-believers. And they just, her, uh, their girl, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, She's, she has a terrible uh, tumor, and they just did surgery and stuff. And I, don't, I haven't checked lately to see how it's progressing, but people do have a way of getting through difficult events mm -hmm. without relying on a, on a God to get through it. Mm -hmm. I do understand that believing in a God gives people a, a lot of comfort. We talked about comfort, and you mm -hmm. get comfort from, from your belief, too. Um, what I really struggle with, though, still is that getting comfort from a belief doesn't necessarily mean the belief is true. Right. Would I walk up to that family and, and engage them in a conversation at this point in their life? I know, yeah. no sir, I wouldn't. Um, there, are, there are actually times where I won't uh, have these conversations with people and that would probably qualify as one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, 15 years later, when I run into that mom, maybe, no. okay, possibly, but uh, no, I don't think I would do that right now. Um, You, you were getting comfort from this belief. Mm -hmm. And I remember you saying that the only way that you would really know that it was true was until you died. Yeah. But I, I've, I've been watching the videos, okay? And I, I, I was like, I don't know why I didn't mention this before. That if the belief isn't true and you don't have this extra life when you die, you really wouldn't discover that you were right or wrong. You mean, uh, what do you mean next life, as far this, as... The, this life that you believe that, you're, that you'll mm -hmm. have, where you can actually look back and see if you were right or wrong. Well, that, that, that well, instance... Between heaven and hell, is, or 
you might not go to heaven, you might not go to hell, you might go to some other crazy thing where there was another religion out there. If it, if it, but, if it works that way. Yeah. I guess what or you getting might be reincarnated, you might... Yeah, who knows? Be, uh, if you're lucky. Or, <laughs> but there, there's another alternative that I wanted to remind you of. And mm -hmm. You probably are aware of it, but I just feel obligated to mention it, that we could possibly die and then that's it. Yeah. Okay, so you could possibly go the rest of your life going on faith, hoping that it's true, all right? Um, believing in something that you can't see mm -hmm. gives you a tremendous sense of comfort, recognizing that other people use the same method for a variety of other beliefs, okay. that you could possibly die, and that could be it, and you would never discover if you were mistaken. Yeah. I think um, in my belief that God has us programmed the way we are because we don't settle for something like that as far as I'm going to give you a job, you're 15 years old, I'm going to pay you $15 an hour, you're going to work 40 hours a week. You're like, oh sweet, sounds good, but I'm, you're going to stay working for me forever and you're never going to get a raise. Tell me about your proficiency level from when you first started to where you ended. So we as people, the way we're created, we can't just do the same thing over and over and expect the same thing. I mean, it's insanity, it's, I think, the actual definition, but I think we're programmed to know that there's something else to shoot for, strive for, whether it's religion or whether it's just working or relationships. Okay. So that's why I don't, I mean, you could be right, or that theory could be right, but I don't right. put two cents on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it certainly could be correct. Your, your belief could be correct. Um, I, I would need a fair amount of evidence for it, right? The greater the claim, the more evidence it would be for me. Based from the first two conversations, I remember you saying that even if you had the chance of getting evidence, you would dismiss it or you wouldn't even need it. I wouldn't need it. I wouldn't dismiss it. I wouldn't Not dismiss it. it, I'm sorry. But uh, you said you wouldn't need it. I mean, Do you still feel the same way after our conversations and after the homework that you did about the reliability of faith? Yeah, I do. I mean, it'd be great, but I wouldn't need it. It would be great if you had the evidence. I mean, yeah. I mean, and but you I don't. think we talked about also if we had the evidence, then everyone would be a believer, which is great. Probably, I don't think yeah. that's God's intention of having everyone be a believer. He would love it, but he wants his children or his flock or his sheep to find out his way through his trial. And, yeah. your, your God prefers it that people use faith to arrive at his existence. Like loyalty. Yeah. Is it initiation of some sort or? Any initiation? Like this, 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 this rule that or this uh, maybe observation or something that you have that says, my God really enjoys it when people use faith to get to him, and he would much rather prefer it that way mm -hmm. than evidence. No. For someone like myself that's evidence-based, can you see why I don't like that scenario? Yeah. I mean, the, even the part that you put so much into this, I think still is the Holy Spirit working through you, and I think it's just going to strengthen whatever way you go or choose. But at to another point, you know there is something; otherwise, you wouldn't keep looking. So, really, 
I mean, if you believed or even thought that you die and then that's it, and then there's no more life, I don't think you'd be pursuing and having this much effort into trying to find a reason to believe in something. That's not really true. Um, I would be extremely happy if, if, if anything from these conversations, this could be our last one, I don't know. If you lessened your confidence in the reliability of faith. If nothing else but that happened, I would be happy with that. No. That's that's really my my discovering truth and and that 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 would be nice, sure. But if I can help you, if I can help you from this epistemic situation that you put yourself in, this this situation where you're believing in something based on faith, mm -hmm. I would be very happy if you might see that faith is not all that reliable. No. Okay. Um, you know, I'm not doing this because I harbor some sort of deep-seated belief that what you're saying is true. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can assert it and you can think it, but I'm telling you that that's not the case. Okay. Um, I'm not rebelling against your God. I am willing to believe in your God if it could be shown that it truly exists. Okay? Yeah. And for me, it's evidence for me. Okay, mm -hmm. Faith is down here for me and evidence is like up here. For you, Opposite. you're okay. Yeah. yeah. It's tough to switch for me. Or tough to even think that I should even consider to drop my faith and be more evidence-based. Yeah. If, if I told you that um, I got a new dog yesterday. Okay. okay. Um, would you believe me? Yeah. Okay. If I told you that I had an invisible 500-pound dragon, I got it yesterday. Would you believe me? Not at all. Why? Why? Well, like you said earlier, the bigger the claim, the more evidence you're going to need. Okay. If I told you, you know, Wally, you really just need to take it on faith that I do have the dragon. All right, it's 500 pounds and you know, there's, there's a special scale. It doesn't, ex you know, you can't see the scale or anything, but if we were to put the dragon on the scale, we would know the weight of it. Mm -hmm. um, I can invite you over and you can look at the, at the dragon and you won't be able to see it, but you'd be able to meet it and you can talk to it. Um, it, it wouldn't talk back and you wouldn't be able to really detect it in any way. Um, I'd probably say you're a little crazy and ask you if you've been taking your medication and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And I see the analogies and everything. I mean, it's... How is it, how is it different? Because your dragon's not going to get me somewhere that I believe in. Your dragon's not going to better mankind to... Up giving them a purpose to... It's a pretty live. powerful dragon. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can yeah, make pretty your powerful. dragon is everything I mean it's always it's always been and, and really controls pretty much everything so you know we just capable of doing those things um, and you know if you did take it on faith do you think you could conclude that it existed probably not Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.